I just need directors and producers all day, every day in my life because it's been so joyful to have someone watching over me, helping me bring this vision to life. Recording an audiobook sounds simple. Come in, read off a page, but it's exhausting. Let's just say you're a teacher. Let's just say you're very detail-oriented. Let's just say in school your best subject was English. I am certain you've probably corrected me a few times with the way I pronounce certain words. Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet life coach Amanda Kuda, entrepreneur and Stanford D-School professor Grace Hawthorne, and founder and CEO of the Valuetainment YouTube channel, Patrick Bet David. Listen in to hear what inspired these authors to write their books, what it was like to record their audiobooks, and what they are most excited for listeners to hear. Enjoy. Hi, this is Amanda Kuda, author of Unbottled Potential, Break Up With Alcohol and Breakthrough to Your Best Life. I wrote this book because when I started out on my alcohol-free journey, there wasn't anyone talking about sobriety in quite the way that I needed to hear it. At the time, there were a lot of traditional 12-step recovery approaches to going alcohol-free that were really based in addiction. And because I didn't identify as an addict, it felt really disingenuous for me to explore one of those routes, even though I knew that it could be helpful and it was helpful for a lot of people. At this time, this was in 2018 or so, there were also a lot of newer approaches to sobriety coming on the scene. And I talk about this in the book, but all of these approaches use words like recovery, and that again harkened back for me to the addiction scene, and it just didn't resonate with me. I was looking for an approach that was positive, that was rooted in spirituality and personal development. And while a lot of those approaches might have had many of those elements, it was just some of the language that threw me off course. I wanted to create this book for a high-achieving, empowered person who knew that their life would be better without alcohol. They just wanted to quit alcohol for the health of it. That's what inspired me to start doing the work that I do and to eventually write this book. Recording this audiobook was so fun and satisfying. It was so amazing to read through this work in full that I had poured so much of my time and energy into creating and to create something that you could listen to and really enjoy and get some of the more nuanced things and hear it in my voice. I am a huge audiobook fan. It's how I've absorbed most of the self-help and spiritual development texts that I have consumed over the past seven years. And so because I am such a big advocate for audiobooks, it was such a joy and a fun treat to record this book. I realize that I have trouble pronouncing a lot of things. Thank you for Stacy, who had my back during this entire audiobook production. I am really self-conscious about some of my pronunciation of things, even though these are all words that I chose and wrote myself. One of my girlfriends and I have a voice text thread where I'm constantly pronouncing something multiple ways for her. So it was actually really nice to have my own personal pronunciation guide here with me to make sure that I kept everything straight. I'm really excited for listeners to hear the parts of this book that made me feel emotional, and you can hear it in my voice. I think it's so important that you get to touch that piece of my vulnerability because it helps you see how important this work is to me. This wasn't just something that I wrote because of my ego or because it's been a lifelong dream, sure, but I wrote this book because I'm really passionate about the things that I share and really passionate about the work that I do. I needed this book so badly, 
when I was in my early 30s looking for a solution. I know that there are so many of you out there who need to hear the words that I'm sharing in this book, and I hope that you feel the passion and the sincerity that I put into it. I prepared for this audiobook recording by... I really didn't prepare for this. I showed up and I knew that the universe was going to provide me with the people and the resources and the team that I needed to make this a success. And I just need directors and producers all day, every day in my life because it's been so joyful to have someone watching over me, helping me bring this vision to life, checking on me, making sure I take a break when I need to, I breathe and slow down and drink water. And who doesn't need some support like that in your life? So I didn't have to prepare much at all because I had such a great team behind me. So I'm really grateful for that. I'm an overpacker. So if I had to record this audiobook again, I don't think I would bring anything different. I would probably bring less because I brought a huge bag with me full of goodies and trinkets that mostly I didn't need. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was all of them. Y'all, I have a robust audiobook library. I listened to every self-help book and spiritual development book that I own first on audio and then I order a hard copy that I open up and highlight. But I am such a fan of audiobooks. I love audiobooks that are narrated by the author and I think it's so powerful just to learn and hear from that person's experience and voice. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is probably in my car or while I'm getting ready in the morning. I love listening to them on long road trips. I'm almost always, every day, listening to an audiobook, and I can really plow through a lot of them pretty quickly. It is one of my favorite ways to learn. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. It's 2016, and I'm just a few months into my 30s when I find myself staring at a Google search bar. My fingers hover tentatively over the keyboard, preparing to take one of the many quizzes designed to help you determine if you have a problem with alcohol. I answer the questions one by one and wait for the results to appear on my screen. When they do, I let out a huge sigh of relief. The quiz confirms what I had already suspected. My name is Amanda, and I am not an alcoholic. Hi, this is Grace Hawthorne, author of Make Possibilities Happen, How to Transform Ideas into Reality. I wrote this book because now more than ever, we all need to step into our creative power in order to realize our pursuits and projects in service of a better tomorrow. I mean, everyone has a wish of some sort, something they desire for themselves in the future. And these wishes, they carry a certain kind of hope and optimism that propel us forward. And right now, everyone could use a little wind in their back. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be surprising. Because recording an audiobook sounds simple. Come in, read off a page, but to read it in a manner that embodies the intention and emotion and care you want the reader to receive for four continuous hours, it's exhausting. I'm excited that listeners will hear about the amazing work we've been doing at the Stanford's D School, transforming people so they can go out and change the world, and how the readers who are listening can do that for themselves, even if they're not a student at Stanford. I prepared for the audiobook recording by getting more than my usual six hours of sleep. 
If I had to record again, I would bring into the studio less self-judgment. Easier said than done. If I wasn't going to read my audiobook, I would cast Matthew McConaughey. He has a musical lilt and voice inflections that are just easy on the ears. The last audiobook I listened to that I loved was Made to Stick by Chip and Dan Heath. I read the book, I don't know, a decade ago, and I was even pushing it on to my kids because I think it's relevant for anyone in any profession. It's just something I listen to kind of as like a self-tune-up. I love to listen to audiobooks when I'm driving because it allows me to turn throwaway time into productive me time. And now listen to a clip from my audiobook. This is an operator's manual for you and your wits. It is your personal guide to making shit happen, whatever that means for you, whether you are deep in the weeds or at square one. And we all know that, while it's really hard work, even little adjustments can completely change the velocity and trajectory of your work. This book is a blueprint for doing and mobilizing all of yourself. Hi, my name is Patrick B. David, and I'm the author of Choose Your Enemies Wisely, Business Planning for the Audacious Few. What inspired me to write this book is the fact that for every issue that would come up when I'm running my organization, I always had a book to recommend, meaning if somebody was out of the military and they were rough around the edges and they wanted to be better with people, I would say, you got to read How to Win Friends and Influence People. Great. If somebody's attitude needed a little bit of adjustment, they maybe could read the book The Power of Positive Thinking or Beyond Positive Thinking. If somebody wanted to get better in sales, I had plenty of sales books. If somebody needed help with strategy, I had plenty of books on strategy. Leadership, I could give many recommendations on books on leadership. But the one topic that I could never find a book to recommend to my guys or others I was consulting for was business planning. Nothing existed that explained business planning the way I viewed business planning. So essentially, I sat there and I said, listen, if this doesn't exist, we have to write it. We got together. We spent a couple of years putting the content together. Then we turned it into a course called the Business Planning Workshop. And then that course ended up becoming the book, Choose Your Enemies Wisely. So one of the things, if you listen to the audiobook and you're a stickler, let's just say you're a teacher. Let's just say you're very detail-oriented. Let's just say in school your best subject was English or journalism. I am certain you've probably corrected me a few times with the way I pronounce certain words. Here's what you need to know. The first language I learned when I was born was Armenian, then Assyrian, which is Aramaic. Only a few people speak that language. Then it's Farsi because I lived in Iran. Then it was German because after living in Iran for 10 years, we escaped after Khomeini died. Six weeks after he died, we went to Germany. I lived at a refugee camp for a year and a half. So I learned German. Then I came to the States. So English is not my first, not my second, not my third, not even my fourth. I can't even take ESL. I had to take EFL because English is my fifth language. So while I'm reading the book to you and you're listening to it, I catch myself on the way I pronounce certain words. And I said, that's the best you're going to get from this half Assyrian, half Armenian, born in Iran, lived in Germany, finally made it to the States. So I hope you're still able to feel the passion, feel the excitement, and be able to apply the strategies that have worked in my life for yourself. The one thing that I'm excited about the listeners to hear is the following. You know, I've seen people, friends, family, people I love 
There's nothing worse than seeing people waste two years of their lives, five years of their lives, 10 years of their lives, where they choose their wrong people as an enemy in their lives, and they become bitter. They become their own enemies, and they're tough to work with. They're tough to be around. For somebody to shift and make that slight little adjustment and all of a sudden see the world in a complete different way. You know how somebody, you ever seen those videos where somebody cannot see very well? You put the glasses on, and they're finally able to see the world. They're like, oh, my God, that's what red looks like. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. These videos go viral all over the place. My excitement is, for some of you that listen to this audiobook, it's as if you're putting the lens on and you no longer will see the world the same exact way. So when it comes down to preparing to do the audiobook, I've done so much video content, whether it's on YouTube, I've been speaking for the last 20 years, I've been training my sales guys in my insurance company two, three times a week for 20 straight years. I've done so many calls being prepared for it. So once I have the content, which we do, once it's formatted, which it is, once it has plenty of listicles to give you steps on exactly what to do, step one, step two, step three, and then we have the stories tied to these points, obviously it's very easy to deliver that message to the audience, you, for you to process it and say, this makes sense, this is how I choose my enemies wisely, and this is why it's called business planning for the audacious few, not business planning for the timid majority. When it comes down to recording studio, there's a few things when I'm in there doing certain things. I'm very detailed, which means the slightest noise will bother me. Smell bothers me. I know this sounds weird. Temperature, if it's a degree above 74, I'm not in a good place. If it's a degree below 70, I'm not in a good place. The sweet spot for me is 72 degrees. As long as those different things are in place, and when you put the right team together, it makes it all easy and smooth to look forward to do this. Other than myself, who I would have liked to narrate this book, it's going to be a weird combination, so brace for impact. Number one is the legendary singer Leonard Cohen, who just recently died. I just love his song. I've listened to his song a few thousand times. My wife is not a fan, but I'm a big fan of Leonard Cohen. The other one would be Barry White. Can you imagine Barry White doing this? Choose your enemies wisely. It would have been very weird if he would have done it. Frank Sinatra, because he's got that gangster vibe, you know, he would have done it in his own way, which would have been a phenomenon. Obviously, I have to put the great Morgan Freeman in there because that voice may be one of the greatest voices of all time. I've listened to audiobooks, quite frankly, if I'm being that transparent with you, in the bathroom, on flights, in my car, while I'm working out while I'm in bed, while I'm waking up, while I'm at work, maybe I'm doing something that I have time to listen to an audiobook. It could be anywhere I want to listen to an audiobook. I don't really care where I'm at. I listen to biographies on audiobooks, and I don't have a need to buy the physical book. But if I'm listening to a business book, strategy book, I like to buy the audiobook and the physical book, and I follow both. So I'll, I'll read the book while the audio is speaking. The most recent audiobook I listened to that I loved Maybe it's because of the story. Maybe it's because the writer. He's a fantastic writer. Walter Isaacson's book on Elon Musk is absolutely fascinating. He is the man when it comes down to writing. He's done Jobs. He's done Einstein. I've read many of the books he's written, so I would say that would be the one. And now listen to a clip from my audiobook. I was working on a massive deal. Millions of dollars were on the line, and I needed to focus. I told my assistant to hold all calls and tackle anyone who tried to walk through my door. In retrospect, I should have hired a bigger assistant. Actually, I don't even think Lawrence Taylor in his prime could have stopped this guy. 
He stormed into my office and screamed, I am so sick of my life. He was shaking. I can't live like this anymore. I've got nowhere to go and nowhere else to turn. I want to win so bad. I'm telling you right now that I'm going to be the best agent in this office. Nothing can stop me. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.